This is In So Many Words, the podcast, episode three for the week of July 24th, 2016. Hey everyone, welcome to In So Many Words, the podcast. Where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. In so many words. I'm Coleman Lucas here in the Midwest, Chicago. One of the most dangerous cities in the world. Over in the West Coast, we have Jessica in L.A. Hello. And also in the West Coast, we have Stephanie in the desert, the hot, arid Arizona. How's it going? Uh, Thank you for joining us again this week. Um, Jessica, how was your week from... The well, last time we talked to you. It's really fun. So I ended up coming to LA on Friday to start my birthday. My birthday's next month, but I decided to take a whole entire month to celebrate. So the first trip is LA, and it's been fun. Um, I had a chance to see the Hollywood sign, to see Skid Row. It's better in theory than actually going there. Um, to see the fire, all oh, the, the sky. It's pink. It's crazy. And Venice Beach. So it's it's been a fun week so far. Sounds like a very beautiful city. Stephanie, how, how about you guys your week, man? It's been extremely hot. Um, as you know, it is like 110 degrees and up every day in Arizona. Um, but, you know, I've just been doing my thing, trying to work and take care of my kids. I don't have any cool stories. But, you know, my birthday's in August, too, so you have two Leos on the line. And uh, maybe maybe I'll I'll celebrate the whole month, too. You should. You have to celebrate the whole month. We're yeah. Leos. <laughs> That's what Leos do. I don't know if there's any other Leos out there, but I'm pretty sure Happy they birthday. would agree. <laughs> Happy birthday to all Leos. We're officially in Leo season right now. We are. <gasps> all right. I think it is because it's yeah, like pretty much like the, like the end of July. So the cut off the 20, 23rd. My daughter should have been a Leo. No, my week's been all right. Um, I spent the week uh, filling in for a contractor, a.k.a. office manager. So that was pretty challenging. Um, people complained about the temperature in the office. They were like, oh, it's too cold. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get right on that. And I wouldn't do shit. And then the next time I saw him throughout the day, I was like, you know, how you feeling? I'm like, oh, I feel so much better. I'm like, great, great. You know, it's funny. Uh, Coleman and I work in the same industry. And uh, you'll get people like that who complain that it's too hot. But then you'll get another half of the office who complain that it's too cold. You're never going to satisfy them all. And uh, and I feel like an asshole right now because my daughter's birthday was last week. And that's what we celebrated. That's what I did. So I met some moms on Facebook, and I invited them and their kids over for a pool party, just like literally in the last minute, and it turned out great, and I met some cool people. So I'm sorry, Mackenzie, when you're older and you listen to this, I didn't forget that it was your birthday last week. Anyway. (laughs) All right, well, that's all well and good, but I'm sitting here drinking a Heineken. (laughs) I don't know what everybody else is sipping on right now. Jessica? I have a Micha freaking Lada. If anyone knows Mexican food and they've had a Micha Lada, they know what I'm talking about. It is so delicious. It's like tomato juice, but alcohol is in it. It's, it's like amazing. Bloody Mary. Yeah, you get it's like you're eating, but you're getting drunk. Well, it's amazing. I have uh, some sweet tea vodka with simply pink lemonade, and uh, I've been mm-hmm. drinking this for the past five days, and it's pretty delicious. <laughs> for five days straight, it better. Be. One a day, you know. It's funny. I was actually talking with uh, Cliff about this, my significant other. Uh, does it? Are you considered an alcoholic if you have one alcoholic beverage a day and you're not doing it to get drunk? Does that make you an alcoholic or no? Mm-mm. It means you're smart. You're just doing it because it tastes good. Yeah. Yeah, I drink I mean, it every I, day. An alcoholic is just somebody that's just like, you know, I know I shouldn't be drinking right now, but I have to. And have I know a drink. my bills need to like, be paid, mm-hmm. but I need this case of beer more. <laughs> yeah, when you start acting irrationally and like you're constantly drunk. 
then you're an alcoholic. But I mean, we're, maybe we're just functioning yeah. alcoholics where it's just like, yeah, we can still live a life and I have don't a wake drink, up with a drink hangover, every day. So I think it's okay. Yeah. I get hangovers. Oh, maybe you're crossing the line. Last yes. week's podcast, I had a hangover. Oh, after the podcast, I was hungover. Anyway, <laughs> off of our alcoholism. Yeah. Um, right, so it's. To just jump into things, uh, you had a topic you wanted to bring up about degrees and experience, yeah. right? so I just wanted to, I kind of want to get everybody's opinion on this. Um, you know, the three of us are fairly out of college, and we all have different stories. Um, so I left college, and I don't have an associate's or a, a bachelor's or any type of degree. I just have some credit hours completed. But I have been working in my industry for seven years full-time, and I feel like I can pretty much do it with my eyes closed. I work in, like, accounting and finance and real estate. So a couple weeks ago, I was um, interviewing for a client accountant position within my company. And I did some research on the salary on Glassdoor. And it looked like it was about a $40,000 salary. Now, I'm not going to give my salary, but let's just say I make more than that. And they wanted you to have a bachelor's degree with like five years of experience. And I just wanted to say that if I'm fresh out of college and about $100,000 in debt, I'm not going to have three to five years experience and I'm also not going to take a job that only pays $40,000 a year. That pretty much leaves you paying the minimum on your student loans, you know, within six months. So, and I, I'm just finding that even within my own company, experience really doesn't mean anything and they just want you to have that piece of paper. And I've made it my life goal to not get my degree ever because... <laughs> Because I don't want to. That's an epic statement. Because I don't want to be in debt and have somebody slap me in the face with an offer like forty k. That's just kind of how I wanted to start that that discussion. Well, Jessica. Um. And no offense oh. to you. I know you have your degree. Oh no 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 oh no I'm okay. My little background. So I did graduate from Northern Illinois Northern Illinois University. Go Huskies! Whoop whoop. So, um, and I do work in sales under book publishing, and I make a measly a little bit over forty thousand. So I'm the person <laughs> Stephanie is talking about. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, like how I feel in regards to that, I do think it's BS that they offer so little after you've gone to college. Because I just went to school. I just study stuff. And you're only offering me this much. It it drives me insane. And then I just, so I've been working there for almost a year, and I had a pay increase. And the pay increase was 2%. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do with taxes. 2%? Oh, hello, mm-hmm. taxes. Yeah, it didn't even make an input on taxes. I have my 401k to think about and everything. It's just, in regards, I think I have work experience. I've been working since 2008. And that doesn't even take into account of how much I should get paid. Not to mention, I did kind of a little bit work during the summers while going to college. So I think I should get paid more. It's just, it's crazy. Whereas you have Stephanie, she makes so much more than me. It makes me sad. With no degree. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's true. I, I just feel like everybody that's ever went to college and whether or not they got a degree or like what degree they got, like everybody just feels like they got fucked. You know, I feel like when you're in high school they they sell you this thing like oh you you have to go to college like if you don't go to go to college then like your life is going to be shit you're going to be working at mcdonald's you know like you won't be worth the, the fucking shirt that you're wearing if you don't go to college and spend all this money and get a fucking degree but i feel like college is kind of like a giant forest and it's like every like the people that go into that forest some people come out on the other side, you know, and graduate. But some people, they get lost and they wander and they come out of the forest on another side. Like, I know someone that I went to college with and he wanted to be one thing, but he stopped going to college. You know, he dropped out and now he drives the CTA buses and he's got like a pilot's license. And, and it's completely the opposite of what he was going out for. So, yeah, I, I know it's kind of a tangent to like, you know, the degree versus the experience thing. But I just feel like. At at the end, what does that tell you? That maybe maybe it's not for everybody, or like maybe they sell you this ideal 
that if you go to college, like, yeah, you'll be all right. Like, if you go to college and you spend $40,000 on a fucking degree, that's it. You're, you're set for life. Like, you did what you were supposed to do. But that's not necessarily and the I case, clearly, like, right? Yeah, I just, I cannot do it. And I can't even, like, you know, I have kids, and one day they're going to be going off to college. And I hope that I have the means to provide them to go to college for four years and not have to worry. You know, I left college for for money reasons. I was taking zero level courses and paying $19,000 a year to go to also Northern Illinois University. And uh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back home and do the community college thing. And then I got my full-time job and it was paying me what it was. And I'm just like, well, why in the hell would I ever go back to that when I have this and it's good? But, you know, I think about your mom, Coleman, and how she had so many years in the industry and then just one day she loses her job. And she has to go back to the job, you know, job hunting. And everybody is requiring, you know, high school diploma means nothing these days. And it's like, but she has like over 10 years of experience in this. And uh, yeah, Yeah, almost 20 years. Crazy. Nope. You got to go back and get your degree. And did your mom finish? She's still working on it, but I mean, she's almost done. I mean, you have to go back to school as like a grown woman. No offense. I mean, people do it all the time, and it's what you, you know, want to do, but it's just crazy. I feel like they put that on there that you have to have experience, and then they want you to have the degree, too, but how are you supposed to get both when, I mean, I guess, I guess by the time I'm 50, I'll have both if I went back and got my degree, which I'm not going to do. But it's like a paradox, you know? It's like, to get the job, you need experience, but to have experience, you need to have had the job, right? But if you're just getting out of college, you know, you don't have the experience, but you have the degree. But I mean, you, you got to ask yourself, like, is it fair to somebody that did go to college and they did get the degree and they spent all the money, but somebody else gets the job just because they have more experience, but they didn't have the degree? Like, I feel yeah, like I that's another side of it. It comes down to um, who you know. I mean, and anybody listening can relate to that. If you know somebody at a company or in the industry, all you have to do is make a phone call and it wouldn't even matter that you had a degree or wouldn't matter that you had the experience because their, you know, their word is bond. And I used to agree with that, but at the same time, look at Jessica because I'm Jessica, how many jobs have you had that you got the job because you knew somebody as opposed to just going out and applying for it? So I've had three jobs out of my life, and out of those three jobs, one was because I knew somebody. Every job I've ever had in my life is because I knew somebody, or I had like somebody, except like right. Taco Bell. Top Belly was the only job I had because I didn't know somebody. It was just because I went in there as a high school student. But the job that I've been at for seven years is because I knew somebody, and that's what got me in. Well, then let me make a sample of people who do not know somebody. I got this job. I didn't know anyone. The only thing that helped me was because I was an alumni for NIU. I didn't technically know anyone, but they knew that I went to that school and I graduated. So they looked at my resume quicker then they would have looked at someone else's but I still didn't know anyone I think it's kind of like just uh, you know you bumped others just because of where you went yeah but that's what a degree is supposed to do that's why I paid all this money it's supposed you see I went to school I took these classes you should look at my degree because I you should look at me I've done all this stuff I mean it's nothing compared to experience but still I mean, and that's something I've never considered until we've had this conversation. I never considered the person with a degree and, like, their side of the argument. It's like, yeah, I went to school for four years. I got my degree. So, like, I feel like I should have a job before somebody that doesn't have a degree, regardless of their experience. And I'm the person speaking for the people without the degree, whereas I have the experience. And especially when you're applying within your company, not only do you have the experience in the general basic things, but you also have the experience in the systems that your company uses, in the people that work for your company. So I I took it as a slap, you know, I haven't heard from the person that I interviewed with at all. Um, and I know it's because I don't have my degree. And it's just kind of funny that it, it was just like a slap in the face for me to even take the interview because of how much it was offering. Um, but I feel like, you know, wouldn't you, wouldn't companies want to hire from within just to, I don't know, I guess I can rant about this forever, (laughs) 
I mean, you, you, you think it would be like the logical thing to do, but something I've noticed just from being involved in corporate America is that it's easier because they're all about what's cheap. So it's easier and cheaper to hire somebody with a degree yeah. for an entry level job paying less money than somebody that's been there for 10 years yeah, and they're expecting right. even more money, that. you know? <laughs> Because it's because it's like the higher you climb up in the corporate ladder, you do run the risk of getting fired because you never know when they're going to wake up and decide like, you know, we could hire somebody else to do the same job and just pay them less money. Like we could just put the fucking offer online and say, yes, yeah, entry level job, like $30,000 a year. It Take it or leave fucking it. India you know? or some shit. Uh, <laughs> Those niggas. But don't you don't you just hate like when you're trying to like you're calling the bank or you're calling this you know somebody and you're trying to get help about a serious problem and and, and one of them picks up the phone and it's not it's not because it's them no 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 oh it's, my gosh you said one of them picks up no, the phone no, no. No, a foreigner not, you mean a listen, foreigner listen, right it's not because... no no one of them but <laughs> no I'm just saying look. Hear me out. I'm not saying one of them like it's just because it's them, but you can't understand what they're saying, and I don't give a shit. You know, they're all the way in India. Do they give a shit that you know you're trying to get your bank account back on track because somebody is trying to you know make you a victim of identity theft? Do they care? They're all the way over there, and they're not being paid yeah, a lot, so you have to look at their side too. <laughs> they're receiving. No, they're paying them shit, but I mean. It's just like, can I just talk to somebody can that I can understand, understand so I can get this resolved? Because it's not like an, an American uh, CSR cares about your problems more than a foreign one, but you might feel like they kind of might. I don't know. No, they don't. They're all they, in there just to get it paid. But I, I wasn't trying to like be racist about that. But you came off racist. It, it sounds racist <laughs> and it sounds terrible. No. Am I fucking no. lying? And I think like foreigner is the like, best word hate- because I like not not off the topic of customer service, but you know, I work with some people in uh, from out of Asia and when they email me, I spend a good amount of time just trying to decode what they're saying because <laughs> because their English is not like you know, like ours. So it's like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what they're asking of me or what they're even trying to say. And I really get frustrated by it. But it's the same thing as when I have to call, like, you know, I had to call Babies R Us for a returned item. And I'm like, how the hell am I calling Babies R Us and I got transferred to somebody in India? Like, how? <laughs> and they don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I get it. At all. What happened with Babies R Us? I'm sorry. That's my account I handle. So I'm <laughs> so over here interested ordered, now. Oh, my gosh. I, I ordered something um, <laughs> for Connor. And I guess when I was ordering it, they ran out. And um, they just sent me an mm. email, a general email that said, sorry, it was out of stock. You know, you're not going to get it, basically. And I'm yeah. like, well, what about the $18 that I mm-hmm. spent on it? And, and it? and there was never a reference to that in the email. And so I was, like, pissed off. I didn't think to, like, just go back and... I paid with a gift card. I didn't think to go back and check the gift card or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, like, got on customer service. And then you can't even get a person over the phone because of all the prompts. It's just, like, like 10 different prompts. And then it was, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, we can't help you. Goodbye. And they hung up. And I think I told Coleman about this. I ended up chatting. You know how you can, like, chat online now? Like, it's a new thing. So I ended up chatting mm-hmm. online with somebody, and I think I like that better, honestly. I think that I like that better than calling because you oh, can just too. list mm-hmm. your numbers, like my order number, my shipping number, my whatever, and and that was it. I didn't have to, like, deal with any miscommunication. The person told me, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be credited back to to your gift card, and it was, and it was fine. But, oh, I just... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I would have said, just let me know the problem, because I work directly with the buyers. I'm like, she did not oh, yeah, get her it. money back, but you got it back. Like, okay, it good. Yay. Kind of like, the promotion of getting transferred to here and transferred to this person, and then, like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to hang up on you now, and might as well just chat online. <laughs> That's what I can say to everybody here. If you have the mm-hmm. to chat online, always do it. <laughs> Yeah, because you can also print the chat and have it as record. You could say, yeah. "Say we did not say that over the phone." You can print it out, and then you have it record that they the did say that. Technology today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Well, yeah, 
that we stray pretty far from degrees and experience. But I mean, so anyway, I, I feel like there's definitely two sides to that subject, you know, degree versus experience. But I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it's just a matter of uh, who you know and, you know, getting lucky. But on uh, another note, Jessica, you brought up something to me earlier uh, outside of the chat or whatever about the transgendered uh, bathroom issue. Yes. So um, the NBA All-Star, they have decided to pull their game, their All-Star game, out of Charlotte because of their HB2 law, which I'm not 100% exactly sure. I don't want to say something that's incorrect, but it's mostly saying that transgendered people cannot use the bathroom that they relate to. So I just wanted to know, how do you guys feel about that? Who do you want? Who wants to go first? Coleman, you or me? Because <laughs> I'm like you go. at the seams to tell you my opinion on this. So, um... <laughs> well, cross so, your legs. And, okay. well, go ahead, go um, ahead. You know, and I actually heard that, that about that All-Star Game thing. I thought it was because of the Black Lives Matter movement, like, in black shirts and stuff. But anyway, that's a totally different topic. So, go ahead. Um, you know, a couple months ago, Target um, released the, their bathroom policy where you can, you know, matter what, male, female, transgender, whatever you were, you could use whichever bathroom you wanted. And people, like, and I know I'm a part of the mom community, so the parents flip the fuck out over this subject. I mean, parents flip the fuck out about everything. It's ridiculous. But... So a lot of these moms are like, oh my god, like, they're just opening the door for men to walk in the bathroom and, like, do things to our little, you know, our children, and I'm just like, how? Like, how? (laughs) I mean, think about it. You go to places sometimes that have one bathroom that are made, like, unisex. So, you know, males and females Mm -hmm. can both use this bathroom. I mean, maybe they don't come in there at the same time. But it's just like I, I don't get what the big deal is. I, I, I don't I'm not outraged by this and please let me know if you guys are. Mm, I'm not necessarily, but I've talked to people about this subject and a lot of them are just worried about that one percent of people who will take advantage of being able to go into a bathroom if they put on a dress. I I don't agree that there's gonna be there's probably not gonna be an increase in people snatching little kids because I was actually talking to Cone about it earlier that think about the lady who lied to her friends and family saying that she has a daughter and then they finally say let's see the daughter she can go into the bathroom and she's a woman so to use that against transgender people I think it's wrong because a, a person who is of their sex they relate to can go in and snatch a kid or do whatever they want to it doesn't matter that may not come off right but I think it's wrong I don't if you want to use the bathroom, if you... I don't care. I really don't. You Use the bathroom well, you want to use. I think it's just uh, stupid because it's not something that anybody ever thought about until somebody tried to make it an issue. And I know you could probably say that about a lot of things where like, there's a lot of things that we haven't thought about that are probably issues where it's like, come on. Like, were you ever really considered concerned about that before they tried to make it like a political, you know, talking point? Because it's definitely nothing I ever thought about, and and I was telling Jessica earlier, like when I when when, the, when I go to the public restroom, yeah. I'm just trying to get in and more more than likely pee because I don't know how many people <laughs> shit in public, but I'm just trying to pee and get out of there. Really, I mean, well, and I feel bad for women because you guys actually have to sit, you know, on a fucking seat, and when you use the watch, like at least we can stand and like you know stand away from it and just get in and out. But like I feel bad for you guys because it's just like oh we gotta like get the tissue and the whatever you do you know so i, I feel like we're, we're too most the average person is just too concerned like about getting out of a public restroom like i'm not trying to talk to anybody i'm not trying to look at anybody i get pissed off when i'm using a washroom in public and somebody comes and stands right next to me and it's like so th- like that bothers me more than anything just else too concerned with like what everybody else wants and and this goes back to coleman to our day one podcast Everybody is so worked up about what everybody else wants and what everybody else is doing, and they don't worry about their damn selves. Like, if I'm taking Mackenzie into the washroom, 
I'm in there, like you said, to, like, hurry up. Because we're in Target. Like, think about that. We're in fucking Target. I'm trying to get my shopping done, not trying to spend, like, an hour in this fucking bathroom. So I'm in there, and I'm just trying to get her to, like, do her <laughs> thing. And I'm, if I'm with her and I got to go, like, let's just go. We're in and out of there. It's not like this... And, and I don't know. I don't get, like, what the big deal about it is. And, and I don't know if they're doing this in other places. I'm just referencing, like, what Target did and what their policy was. And Target's just trying to make everybody happy, you know? Like, and that's something that I love about the, the corporation is, like, you know, they're always in support of of everybody, not just what America thinks, like, this is the way that it should be and this is the way that it's been forever so you know this is how we're gonna do it like no i can relate to to anybody you know transgender if they want to use the male if they want to use the female it 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 doesn't bother me that much and if somebody was gonna come in and try to kill you they would do it in either bathroom whether it was of policy or not that's my thing is like if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen very true. So, so let me ask you this then, both of you, because mm-hmm. you're both women. If you guys were like in the public restroom and you saw someone that was obviously a man, but he was just like wearing a, a, a fucking sundress and a wig, but yeah. he was obviously. <laughs> oh. But do, do you ever think anything of it? Like there's a fucking man in the women's restroom. That's not right. Like, do you ever feel no, uncomfortable I, or you I mean, just feel I, like, I you feel know, like, I don't feel uncomfortable by it, but I feel like, man, this person has balls, you know, like <laughs> I could never just do that myself <laughs> just for like, just, I don't know. I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody. It's just something that I would never do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it, yeah, it does. It does <laughs> take balls. It does. I don't. I go about my damn business because I'm in the shop, or like I just like. Well, that was interesting. On to the next fucking whatever. Like, I don't focus in on it so much. Like, I feel like everybody just focuses in on this stuff, and they're not like worried about themselves. What about you, Jessica? For me, I mean, I feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable whenever anyone is in a bathroom with me. So I don't yeah. care if you're a man in a dress or just a Another woman. woman. Yeah, like whenever there's someone in the bathroom, I'm always like, oh god, okay. And my more, I'm more concerned about if I'm peeing too loud. That's such a stupid concern, but I'm more like, am I peeing too loud? Does she think I'm peeing too fast? Because I've had people tell me, whoa, oh girl, you're peeing super fast. I'm just like, come on, let How me do my control. In, in, in the public, right? Yeah, in a public bathroom, like whoa, your bladder, like, I'm just <laughs> they're like, whoa, you're, you're peeing really here. fast. So that's my concern. My... <laughs> I know that's so. so private bathrooms are my favorite because no one else is in there judge me about how I pee. You know this speaks so to okay. about the <laughs> temperament concern. of the world where you have to be judged for the way you fucking pee for real. <laughs> I know it's it's horrible. <laughs> the audacity I mean, to speak to me while I'm in the restroom. In the like how dare you? In there using one of the stalls and not the urinal. Does it get a little interesting? I mean, we I, I try not to pay attention to people. I just feel like when it comes to me, like we just try not to pay attention to each other. We try not to speak to each other because it's just it's uncomfortable, you know? I mean, there's been times like when I've gone to like the washroom before and like uh, another guy come in there and he'll be at the urinal and like, you know, like and this really happened before, but he'll just start like, you know, peeing and he'll just be like moaning like, oh, God, like, you know. And I'm just thinking like, is he serious? Like, I need to get out of here. But I, I, I hate using public restrooms. I even hate using the restroom in my job because it's just like, and this is like getting like real deep with it now. But I mean, we're already onto it. But like, <laughs> like it's, sometimes you know you have to do things besides peeing. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but you're away from home. <laughs> It's part of life, so you, you got to do that other thing, you know? You got to do the thing that comes after the number one. And when I'm at work and I have to do that sometimes, oh, I like, I just want to I be totally alone. Wait. Like, I totally wait until the bathroom is completely empty. And I don't know about you, Jessica, but do you ever get in the bathroom with another woman who's doing the same thing? Like, she's waiting, too, and it's like, well, I'm not going to wait forever, and I'm not leaving, so she's going to leave. Oh. Oh, it is? Okay. That's how it is. For, that's how it is. For, I, I'm assuming most men, too. I just try not to. I just take Pepto-Bismol and wait until I make it home. <laughs> no, it helps just if you take some Pepto-Bismol, maybe like 12 of those little tablets, chew them up. You can make it the rest of the yeah. day. 
but sometimes you have to go, you know? And but I, I don't want to go. I don't, I don't like shitting in public, but sometimes, like, your stomach is like, dude, you need to go now. Like, this is happening. And it's going to happen where you're sitting or it's going to happen in the bathroom, but it's coming you know out. That's a man, that's a man thing. Well, sometimes okay, you got to go. It's totally a man thing. I mean, I haven't been really in any public situations where that's happened to me, and I know the feeling you're talking about, but, like, Okay, Cliff always has to go. And I'm sorry if you're listening, but he knows it. It's true. And it's just like, but he doesn't care, you know? He has a, he has his own thing. Like, if I got to go and there are other people in there, I flush the toilet and then, boom, drop it, and then nobody heard it. So I guess that's a thing. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> uh, no, he's not. He's probably it. gonna like, hate you now. Not. <laughs> <Love> it. <laughs> but and I, Come like, on. I can't bring up my own man. personal like living experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's not a lot to say. But the, the thing about us is, it's like I, I don't. Even though we've been together for like a while or whatever, like I still don't want her to know that I'm doing that, and I feel like. Oh yeah. Uh, conversely, she doesn't want me to know. Something good. So, so I mean, we, no, no, but I mean that—that's just as far as it goes. Like, because, because, and, and she's like a, a ninja about it because we've been together for like you know almost two years now, like a year and some change, and I have never known at all. Like it's just something <laughs> like, and I have and sometimes I wonder like, man, it is interesting in relationships. It's an interesting like. Like, same for me. Like, I think up until Connor was born eight months ago, I think that's finally when I started feeling comfortable. And I've been with him for five years. So I don't think that ever goes away, the, like, uncomfortable feeling about it. I mean, he's totally comfortable, but I still feel a certain way about it. I don't Maybe it's because I'm a woman. Maybe it's a woman thing, Jessica. No, no. Okay, so I'm, I'm a little shy at work because I work with them. But and with my ex. We announced it. Like, I'm about to go in there. Do leave me alone. I need some privacy time. And there was no shame in my game. If I'm living with you, you should be happy that I'm shutting the door. Like, because if we want to go there, I will leave the door open and let you yeah, just, leave, if you I love me, you'll love it. Because somebody always That's how I feel. Me. Like, one of my kids or, <laughs> not even the kids, I mean him too. Oh, the kids. It was just like. It's just gotten to a point now where I'm just like, fuck it. I can't be alone in here, so whatever. Doors open policy. And, you know, like, our bathroom is really big in Arizona. It's not like, the bathrooms are not like in Chicago where you have, like, a little box. So, I mean, we have, like, a full closet, a a shower, Mm -hmm. and a big jacuzzi-type bath with two sinks. So, you know, someone could be in the closet getting dressed and, you know, one of us is in the bathroom. So... It's it's kind of yeah it uh, I but I do Love relate it. to even like new relationships where it's like even though you know everybody does it I don't know why there's this big like embarrassment or like feeling about it of um, discomfort because women are supposed to do that they're little angels yeah. they don't do that nasty stuff that's for a man and I do have when I was dating my ex I used to stay at over his house. He used to stay the night over his house, and I would never use the bathroom, so I would just grab my stomach and say, I have to go. I'll come back, okay? And I would go to class. Well, I wouldn't go to class. I will say I'm going to class, but I'll go to my apartment. And even just last week, this is, oh, this is so TMI. Oh, my gosh. Bless my heart. But um, I went to my friend's house. Actually, you guys know them, Cornisha. Oh, I shouldn't say their name. Why would, I went to Somebody's yeah, it's too late now. I, I went to Cornisha house, and I was <laughs> there ain't too many people named Cornisha. I, I was gonna go. I mean, no, no, Corn- Cornisha, no offense to you, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you, oh you gosh, got your, okay. yeah, you got your Michaels, and you got your, you know, you got other names. So, I'm sorry, girl, I said your name, but no, I was going to her house. But I ended up getting there, and I was like, either you're going to get in this car, and you're going to ride back with me, or you're going to stay here because I got to go, and I'm not doing it in your bathroom. And she felt offended. She was like, I thought we were closer, but no. I'm sorry. I, it's it's weird. Dating new people, friends, it's weird using their bathroom. Yeah, I mean, that's another aspect of it. Like, I don't like to take a shit at somebody else's house, because it's just like... <laughs> You know, I don't really it's what, like, it's what it is. It's I, just shit, I've heard you know? people, people take. say what you guys are saying, but I've never been in a situation like at somebody else's house where I'm just like, I gotta go right now. 
I guess, what are you guys eating over there? Taco <laughs> Bell. Fast food. Don't Taco. eat fast food when going to hang out at someone else's house. The moral of this story is... Just do it. <laughs> so all the times he came over to my parents' house, he never took a shit at my parents' house. Oh. For sure, we, we all have, um, except Jessica. But Maybe one time? <laughs> I've been over your house a lot of times at your parents' house. Maybe one time that I can remember. This is a real shit talking episode, man. But like, I'm trying to do a lot of shit talking. Down to like the I'm gonna put that in the So like, I you know I had a friend that was like my best friend growing up, and when she got her own place, I never felt any type of way about it. It was just like like we're sisters, you know. So it was nothing. But then when you have these, yeah, when you have these, shut <laughs> up. You have these other friends who are just like brand new friends. Like I'm thinking about the moms that I met on Facebook, and if they invited me over to their house for a kid's birthday, I might feel a little bit weird about it, too. <laughs> How did we get here? How did we get to this place? <laughs> Hell no. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't it's know. Tra- it's serious, like, trend. That's that just shows you how serious the topic of, like, a transgender <laughs> person using yeah, your washroom is. It's not, it's not a big deal. The real issue is that you feel on a day-to-day, too. <laughs> Nobody likes to poop in public or over a friend's house, and we don't want our significant others to know. I'm like, I'm like, dude, that, I that is the biggest takeaway, and you like, all know to not be embarrassed about it. But I don't, I don't think uh, someday someone's probably gonna make fun of her, and she's gonna hate me for trying to make her feel comfortable about it. <laughs> like she'll be like, <laughs> and this is a big thing. Like when you're potty training your kids, and they finally poop on the potty, like you have to make a big deal about it. Like you have to like celebrate and like all of this so Uh like one time we went to lolo's chicken and waffles and it's so fucking good if you guys ever come to arizona go there it's the best but anyway so we go there and she has to go and it's a big deal not only is she going on the potty but she's going in a public potty and she comes out and she like raises her arms like a superhero and she goes dad i go caca and like all of the restaurant is there and they're just like everybody's looking at us and it's just like like you know what i wasn't even embarrassed i was like yep you did it she did it so why can't it be like that for adults i know we're not like i know we're not coming out of the toilet announcement but it's just like kids are so like there's no shame in anything that they do and it's just funny how we used to be like that and then you grow up into adulthood and you just become this embarrassed person who's scared of everybody's judgment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's because that's because when you're a kid, like not in like just older than her, like when you're like in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade or like in high school, like taking yeah. a dump at school was like super embarrassing. Because you'll be you'll be sitting down like trying to do your business and like a bunch of people are coming <laughs> in and be like, oh, hell no, right. somebody's taking a shit. Hey, like, where like, does that come from? I just, like, they wonder. start banging on the doors. Not just, for, I mean, just fucking we're taking you. this toilet issue a little far, but, like, in anything, like, in anything, just think of how, like, innocent, you know, my daughter's four, and she'll probably re- have this innocence for another two or three years before she gets into school, and somebody's going to embarrass her. Where does that come from? Where does that stem from? I'm not a psychologist or anything, but I often wonder. I mean, I think about my own self as, like, when I was a kid, or, like, people who would be bu- who would bully or, like, make fun of something, and, like, of course, now I never do that. I never do those things now as an adult because of that. You get traumatized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sticks but, with you. Man, I never thought it would go there. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, oh way, deep with it. We way off the reservation. <laughs> well, Jessica, you had some uh, probably some stuff, some questions that people have for us that they want us to know what our thoughts would be. So, I mean, uh-huh. we might as well take the time to talk about that too. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so if you listened to last week's podcast, you know that we talked about online dating. Well, that podcast received such great feedback that people started giving us topics to talk about. And one of the topics that they definitely wanted to hear from Stephanie, and I'm going to say it's it can go a little dark, but they really want to hear your thoughts on this. And it is, what do you think about guys? who retaliate against women who have hit them first. So if a woman hits a guy, does he have the right to hit a woman back? 
So or um, she just I removed have a personal in situation. story, and I'll just give you my opinion on it. Well, I'll give you my opinion first. I think that if a man is getting hit by a woman, <clears> and it's not just like you know little like scratches or slaps, like she's fucking him up. Like yes, you need to do something to get yourself out of there. I don't. I'm not saying you need to punch punch her to get her out of there, but you need to like choke her up or just like. Like, <laughs> like you need to restrain her, basically. <laughs> and here's my personal story. So, <clears throat> in my relationship, the same one that I'm still in, we went through a bad point, and 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 I resulted to hitting him because you just get so angry and so frustrated with your situation, and you feel like they don't get it. They don't understand the pain then and the anger that I'm feeling. So I need to get this pain and anger out of me and I'm just gonna hit you. And like obviously I'm like hundred and twenty pounds and like I'm a little scrawny thing. My punches, my slaps aren't gonna mm-hmm. hurt anybody. So I will like result to objects like the Xbox controller. No, not like not like a baseball bat. I wasn't trying to kill him, but maybe I was. No. <laughs> So, I'm not ashamed of this story, okay? Like, I don't care that this is on air right now. (laughs) So, like, uh, you know, you just get to bad points in your relationship. So, like, yeah, I would, like, little things, you know, like, the candle on the table or, like, the Xbox controller, the remote controller. And, like, so, he has never hit me first. But when I started taking it, like, there to that level, yeah, there Mm -hmm. was a time when he just put his hand, like, around me and, like, just, like, around my neck and just, like, push me off of him. You know? Like, stop. I'm trying to tell you to stop. You're taking this too far. Like, you're actually hurting me now. So, stop. So, I think that's okay. When you're getting fucked up by your girl and you have you have to get out of there. Like, you can't, it's not like you can just walk out of the house when somebody's coming at you like Mm -hmm. full force you you have to like get yourself out of there but now i don't agree with if she's like punching you and shit that you need to go full on like i'm gonna punch the shit out of you back like if you think that you can punch me i'm gonna punch you because obviously men are a lot stronger than us and one of their punches doesn't even amount to like 10 i mean and i guess it depends on the type of people you're dealing with but that's my take Mm -hmm. i completely agree coleman you're the man so how do you feel about it (laughs) well I feel like if a woman tries to physically harm, like if she throws something at you, right? I mean, there's no reason to like retaliate. But if she like tries to like physically uh, serve hands and run a fade, as they say, mm-hmm. um, you should try to subdue her. Bef- I mean, it, it's like a two-step thing. Like if she's trying to hit you, like you should try to like subdue her or like you know just right, get her like yeah, in some kind of pretzel hold or something like that and just get her to calm down but if she's like like i don't know like i don't look like it's hard to say what Uh a person's reaction is going to be like if 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 a woman wants to like just like straight up punch me in the face i don't know if i could just sit there and and just take that but i mean you shouldn't Mm. hit a woman but but i hate when people say like you know there's no reason to hit a woman because there's plenty of reasons to hit a fucking woman you just don't do um, it you know but I feel yeah. like those same women who, when their man finally hits them back, cries that he hit me. Well, you shouldn't fucking have been hitting him in the first place. Like, and that's what I hate. Like, and then, and we could take that to like, um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the police yeah. calling the police and domestic violence. I think women should be should be held accountable too. Like, and it's always like it's like they're always in the in the woman's favor I because she's agree. so small and she's so this. But like, yeah, I'm small, but if I hit you with a baseball bat, I could kill you. So they need to be held accountable too. And don't cry about it when he finally hits you back. Like you push him to his limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you shouldn't do that. Like, I mean, it should never come Toxic. to putting your hands Toxic on another life. person, especially somebody that you're dating. So if if if, if yeah, if if you are a woman and you put your hands on a man, it's like no, he shouldn't hit you. But if he does hit you, like maybe you shouldn't have hit him first. It does, it's not right on both sides, but it's just like Let's go back to kindergarten here. You know, you have how to, you want to be treated. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I agree. Should I just say some of the viewers or listeners what their opinion was like, regarding yeah, this topic? Should I just throw it out there really quickly? Go ahead. Yeah, so we have, we're going to call him Ray Anthony. 
his opinion regarding men retaliating was that if a woman hits a man, he has all the right to hit her back. It doesn't matter if you can hit a woman. I mean, if you can hit a man, you can punch a man, you can choke a man out. He has the right to hit you. And, hey, we're all human. Another viewer or listener, he said that what happened to women's equality? Women want to be equal to men, so... You hit a man, you get hit like a man. And that's simple. You see, I don't like when people use the equality thing because that's not what women were saying when they wanted to be equal. Yeah, that's not it. I mean, if a woman hits you, come on, like Stephanie said, it's it's nothing compared to another man hitting you. So simply subdue her and move out of the situation. But at the same time, if you hit like there's no if, if you if you put your hands on another person and they hit you back, like how it's can you reflex. get mad about it? It's like you knew that that person was stronger than you when you hit them. Right. So because I, I mean, it goes the same way for like the same sex. Like, you know, if you can beat a person in a fight or not. So like, why would you like if, if there was like a big fucking 300 pounds, six foot eight swallow dude, me being the size that I am, like, I know that if I hit this dude, he can, he's going <laughs> to fuck me up. Yeah. Without a qu- without no without any question, he's gonna fuck me up. So like, why would I do it? So it's the same way with women. Like, if you know that this, if if you're five foot five and one hundred and twelve pounds, and the person you're dating is like six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds, and they fucking lift weights every night, why would you fucking hit him? It's why? not gonna hurt him. He should know no. how to restrain himself. What are you talking about? You just described two totally different people. No, even if she hits you, you should not hit her back. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right for that person to hit the woman back, yeah. but it's just like what gives you the right to put your hands on somebody mm. and expect them not to put their hands back on you? Well, nothing gives the woman the right, especially she no. she said little, but still don't as a man and you're that big, it's like an adult. If a little kid hits you, like a little stranger kid hits you, are you going to just punch him right back in the face? No, no but, because you're bigger. Right, yeah, because I'm bigger, but I mean you don't know how everybody is going to react. I mean, I, it's like I get what you're saying, right, but all I'm situation. saying is, is just you, you it's, it, it's, it all goes back to how it starts. Like you, you don't expect you don't expect a man to put his hands on you. So why would you put your hands on him? You can't hit I a man. It's like when you're a man, you're not supposed to hit me, but you can hit like, me. <laughs> it depends, you know, because like I said, a woman may be small, or you have two women or two men. The other one may be smaller, but. An object can kill somebody. So, and you know, and if it's just, if we're just talking about fists, then mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know, I don't think a man should punch a woman back. He should do what he mm-hmm. has to do to restrain her and get out of there. But um, at the same time, if like if she's going crazy and like there are things around that you know, and you know this person well enough to know that okay, like obviously she's not hurting me, so she's about to grab something else to hurt me. Like, she's going to go for whatever is in her reach and try to hurt me. So, I think it all comes back to... I mean, that goes back to little kids, too. Like, think about that. And, like, you don't know, like, where these kids come from. I just watched a documentary on kids in Iraq and how they're, like, brainwashing them, like, six-year-olds to, like, kill people. So, I'm just thinking, like, you know, like, the situation Mm -hmm. where you just said, like, if a little kid was to hit you, like, hit you, Coleman, and, like, would you be right to hit the little kid back? But it's just like, okay, maybe I'm not right to hit him back, but he could have a fucking bomb and kill me. I mean, it's not even just that. Like, what if you have a child that's yours and they hit you? Like, what if Mackenzie is, like, fucking 12? No, no, really. Like, if she's 12 years old and, like, she's like, you know, I want to go out with Mike tonight. You're like, no. And she gets mad and she, like, punches you in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be like, well. Who doesn't believe in hitting their kids? So I'm sorry (laughs) to any of you listening who are, who don't believe in spanking and who believe that verbally you can get through to your kid and they're just going to respect you. It's not how it fucking works over here. My daughter is four, okay, and she gets spanked because she's going to learn that there's a limit of, of her back talk that, that she can do, and there's just going to be a limit of a cutoff where it's not going to fly. And, and her, and 
her dad and I are on the same page with this. Maybe I'm a little more, I'm not aggressive, like I don't be, and, that, and that's the difference, you know? I'm not like fucking abusing her, I'm spanking her. I'm spanking <laughs> her butt, I'm spanking her hand. I mean, the mm-hmm. worst thing we do now is because as she gets older, the fucking attitude gets worse. So what, like, we've been doing, like, you know, the back of the head, like Tony Soprano does. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Colleen? How Tony <laughs> Soprano hits AJ Wait, in the back of the head, like, get out of here. Like, he muffs her. Yeah, like, muffs. Yeah, you, you, you smack him on the back of the head. You, you smacking yeah, like, your baby you know, girl like, on the back of her head? Not smacking she's her, not but, baby, like, muffing she's her. four, and she's fucking tall. <gasps> Mm-hmm. And I just like I just feel like when I get when I get to that point, I have tried talking to her, I have tried reasoning with her, I have tried time outing with her, and she's just pushing and pushing and pushing. And then when I have to take it there, which is not often, that's why you don't hit your kids often. But it's just like when take it there, she knows I'm serious. And how this ties back to domestic violence, I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure. But <laughs> the, right, that you just don't have to hit her. Often. You like, don't hit her with you, full you, strength. You, like there's yeah. a point that she pushes us to mm-hmm. that she's gonna know. Okay, I took it too far. I'm not gonna do that again. Whether that works or not, I don't know. <laughs> it's just one one parent's take on it. So Jessica. Yeah. When you uh, eventually have a kid, do you think she'll spank your kids? I don't know. I don't think I can. Unless it's, I don't know. Like, when I was brought up, my mom really, she didn't really do whoopings. So, out of my whole childhood, I can probably remember, like, maybe five at the yeah, most. Up until I 13. Either. Like, I, just got I don't know. And that's the I really about, don't like, know. Today. Like, I got so threatened it's... with the belt a lot. But yeah. many times have I actually gotten hit with the Me belt? Too. I can't mm-hmm. even remember one time. But... <laughs> Yeah, it, and you were just scared, exactly. And these kids are not fucking. It was just scared. a threat. The <laughs> threat was like, scary enough. <laughs> but that's the kind of parent that you want to be to just the point where you can just look at them you know and what? they'll Maybe like straighten day, up, you know. Or you can just be like, like "I'm not going to tell you one more time." When like, I was four years old, but I can remember when I was ten, and I knew that look that you're talking about, and I knew the threats. So maybe like it's just all a matter of the time you put in when they're four, five, mm-hmm. six, so that when they're a little bit older they know. Well, Coleman, you have some interesting um, childhood stories. <laughs> uh, well, we anybody that knows my dad knows how he is, but you know he used to. I, I used to get whoopings and I used to, but my dad was like all about that military shit. So like if I fucked up, he would be like, you know, you just stand in this corner and like hold these five phone books. You know, with your arms out for like, you know, just do it until I say stop. And if you drop them, then I'm beating your ass. And of course, like after like 30 minutes, I would drop the phone books and, you know, I would get a whooping. Uh, some, sometimes I would get in trouble and my dad would be like, all right, you got two choices. Like you can be on punishment for a month or you can take this ass. Really? Of course, I'm like, I would be on punishment for a fucking month. What? And, and, and not get, I know, I know. I would have taken a whooping too. You know, but you talk about my dad here, you know, like it's not like an ordinary whooping. So I would take the punishment and I would be like laying in my room on my bed, like with, you know, just with the lights out, just like, eh, you know, you know, at least I didn't get a whooping. And then like an hour later, he would come in the room. And he would like, just come on and get this asshole for me. And like, just I need to get this out of my system. And I'll be like, what? Like you said that if I chose a punishment, I would. You know, I like, often just like look to your dad for advice, like with my kids now, because because of like how much you and your brother like know not to mess with your dad, and I'm just like, how does he do it? And like, how did he do it? And like, a lot of times I'll be at Target, and she'll just be like, ugh, so freaking bad. And, and I've taken your dad's advice, and I have taken her in the bathroom a couple of times, where I'm just like. Mackenzie, we're about to go, yeah, like, we're about to go in the bathroom, like, if you keep it up, we're about to go in the bathroom, we're going to wait till right. we get home, because by the time I get home, I'm not mad anymore, and I can't just, like, give her a whooping when I'm not mad, so, I, like, mm-hmm. like, I can remember two times where I have taken her in there, and you know what, we came out of there, and she was good to go, but... <laughs> So, so like, I I can see, like, I, I was your dad, but I just have a hard time all, all the times before it gets to that level, you know? Like, the timeouts and the this and the that. But it's just interesting to see, like, then you have parents who don't believe in hitting their kids at all. So, like, I don't think people... Right, like, I don't think... Mm-hmm. Like, like, maybe Jessica. <laughs> no, I would hit my kid. I just... 
it you have to take me to that level. Like I feel like I'll be the parent who hits my kid more so when they get flipped with the mouth like a teenager. <laughs> that's when I'll probably be like punch to the face, you crazy it's little hard slut. To talk oh my about gosh, it, like put it in there. In the situation. But that's like a little baby. But like you know, I yeah. was the parent who said that too, like, Oh my gosh, I would never do that mm-hmm. to my baby and then like your baby is your baby for four years every single day and they're just like yeah. throwing you out. <laughs> You just like uh, it. Just it. Just like how yeah. far they push you, and I guess that goes back to <laughs> couples, men and women. It's how far they push you. It's how far. Yeah. How much of the woman hitting you are you gonna take before you just lose your shit? You lose like all sense of moral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I mean, That's you can only push. You can only push a person so far. Yeah. But let's just let's if you know. At the, the end of the day, let's just not hit, hit each other at all. Woman, it's yeah. probably not leave. a good place to be. In a relationship, so you need to reevaluate your decisions to be with this person before you take it to that level. And don't drink alcohol because that makes mm-hmm. it worse. <laughs> that gives you balls you never knew you had. So much, so much worse. Because shouldn't took it there. Not me, not me, not me. Yeah. But <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I've never been like I've never uh-huh. been. Okay. I hate, to, I hate to bring the story up because it's really old. But, like, I try to defend myself. My One of my friends was in a domestic violence relationship, and I tried to help her and stick up for her and fight with her man, and I got fucked up. So I've never been in a, a situation like, like mm-hmm. that with my, my own relationship, but oh I've watched it, and I've tried to save her, and you know what? At the end of the day, she still chose him. Mm-hmm. So think about that, ladies. <laughs> know your friends. <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh! It, it happens so often. Oh, that's you know? scary. Sometimes you don't even know that's about sad. it. Yeah. If you are in a bad relationship like that, get out of it. That is everybody's advice. If you need someone to talk to, you can always email or contact us, and we'll talk to you as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. ISMWshow at gmail.com. You can always email us uh, with questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas so on and so forth but uh, I think we've uh, said all we've had to say on a lot of subjects today wait Coleman no you said you're going to do your conspiracy theory thing to end out the show right right so I have a new segment that I wanted to uh, unveil this week just give it a go it's called the conspiracy zone where I read out uh, various conspiracies or at least one in this instance and uh, Stephanie and Jessica have to determine if it's real or whack. So, here we go. (laughs) Alright, so, the conspiracy zone. This is, in my opinion, a real conspiracy. I don't think it's whack, but let's see what you guys think. I think the ACT, you know, that test that we all take in high school... Mm-hmm. It's a scam. Oh, what? Yeah. I think that the people that make the ACT tests in the colleges that uh, require, like, high scores to get into their schools, I think they're all in it together, you know. Every time you take the ACT, you have to pay $40 for your ticket, and you must be there on time, and you don't get a refund, no matter yeah, what I the excuse is. Either. Maybe Wait, the can re- I just yeah, cut in? Re- I went to CPS. Yeah. I didn't pay for any ACT tests. And you get like free two retries. I'm talking about the retry because not many people take it on the first try and get the score that they right. want. No, CPS gave yeah, you two I, free I retries. I retook it for free, but I got the same score, hey, so maybe it is. <laughs> Go ahead, Coleman. Sorry. <laughs> the same fucking score. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. So the more you take, the more a person like pays and pays to take the test or retake it or whatever. Like it's all going to the people that make the ACT test, and they split okay. the scores up, oh, really? uh, split the money up with the uh, colleges. What? So, yeah, that's that's no, <laughs> that's that's just that's just my theory. That's the conspiracy theory. So, do you guys? Lucas theory. Yeah. Okay. So, do you guys think that's real or what? What? It's a fact <laughs> that they split Stephanie? the money up with the colleges. That's your theory? Yeah, that's, that's conspiracy. Like, that's why that's why it's such a widespread thing. That's why you have to take it to get into a, a good college. 
because uh, all that money is going between the two of them. No. And the ACT doesn't really prove anything other than that you're really good at taking the test. No. See, that's a conspiracy I know really in smart people who still don't like do that well on ACTs. Right, but is it true? Are the scores true? No, but you have to pay to take it. No, they do put it in that little machine. It's like this big. It's like you know. You remember? You guys remember taking it? It's like you know. You can now rip the books open, and you can only use this type of pencil. And it's like it just kind of reminds me of voting, like where they put Mm -hmm. your your test in this machine, and then you get your scores back from it. And it's just like, is that even for real? (laughs) Like, is it kind of a lottery? Who scores good and who doesn't? Well, no, because I did. I didn't score excellent, but I didn't really try either. But I scored enough to get into really good schools. So I think it's all about if you what actually you paid score? attention during actual elementary school. That's the conspiracy in ACT land. Oh, I, I scored a twenty-four, but twice. I did not try on the math nor really the science good, part, like, so that brought me and down. I was good in high school. No, eighteen is. It, that means you're normal. <laughs> if you get below an 18, you're not going to... Oh, no, wait. Coleman, what's your score before I say that? Yeah, so I'm the fucking idiot of the three right now. Oh, I got a uh, 22, so... Oh, okay. No, you're not no, an idiot. No, I mean, because I got, I got like a 28 on the English portion, but I got like a 15 on the math portion, so... But I, I'm not really good at like anything beyond... This for no, we I, do I got a perfect score in English, but I got an what eight you said, in Coleman, math. Is true about the um, <laughs> about them splitting it with the colleges? I don't think it's whack. I think it's true. So we got one no. whack. We got no, one com- real. Yeah, it's completely whack. Why would they do that? First of all, a lot of schools also do that SAT. But think about it. They're getting so, like, the money I feel like from they're all in it together. Like, I feel like they're, they're all in it together. Like, it's all the the think about the funding. Like we, yes, we in the Chicago Chicago public schools didn't have to pay for it, but somebody did, you know? Like, we didn't pay for it out of our pockets, but it was still paid for. It wasn't free for everybody, and at some point, like, you do have to pay to, like, take that test if you're taking it either for the second time or the third time or even the first time. And I do, and that's my, you know, conspiracy theory is that they're all in it together. And the, We make the test, people this, pay to take the test to, to get into your schools, with, you know, like we all split the money. Because they cho- they choose the people that have went to college and are in thousands of dollars of debt. I mean, because everybody doesn't get a free ride. Everybody doesn't get a scholarship. Um, I feel like they're involved in it, too. It's all like a bunch of red tape. Oh. No, I disagree. Okay, first of all, let's think about Harvard. How are you supposed to tell Money. which students can handle Harvard's curriculum versus the ones who can't? You have to test them. That's what an ACT and SAT is. I mean, if you're going to fail, why would they even accept? Like, that's a conspiracy theory. If they just accept everyone, knowing that some people, I feel like they just learn a little differently and they won't be able to handle Harvard's curriculum. That's probably curriculum. What is your it's household's family gross income? But you guys, you're missing the point. They it's not about, from your FASA. It's not about whether, whether or not the <laughs> test is, um, like, accurate as far as, like, judging how smart you are, I mean, I mean that's debatable too, but it. it's just the fact that they made it so they could charge people money and make even no. Right. No, I mean, think about all why the kids. Why can't you take it why, why, can't, why can't your grades determine no. if you're smart enough Let to be in the Okay, I'm going to speak as... Wait, no, I used to be a high school advisor. I dealt with these ACT scores. Let me speak in high school advisor. A lot of kids... Okay, so I worked in two different high schools. Let's so say in a total of all my students, there was around... For seniors, let's say 500. Out of those 500 students, only maybe 20 retook the ACT. They are not here take, retaking it. And these are really smart kids in the IB program. A lot of kids don't retake it because they when get a score and they're done you, with you, it. When I didn't you retake it, you go. Yeah. Well, I took it twice. And when I took it the Me second too, time, yeah. I took and it at a different so school. So it's like, okay. Is the, is the money on like a Saturday morning? The money was to pay the people to be open on a Saturday, to pay the person to be there and run and run the tests like can you say that maybe that's what the money went for maybe but but like you said like why does my my thing is why does it have to be paid for at all if i mean at least you should get one free retry and we're coming from like chicago public schools so i'm sure the suburbs schools have like totally different policies on it like you had to pay for it the first time you took it too coleman I didn't. I didn't pay for it the first time. But when I paid to take it the second time on the weekend, I had to pay for it. 
and it was like forty dollars. which is you guys also know you don't need to take the ACT, right? Oh no, the ACT. You don't. It's not mandatory to take. You can always skip the ACTs. You don't need it to graduate. You can go to community college where you don't need an ACT score, ACT score, and then you can do complete your community college, and you can transfer to a university (laughs) and not take the ACT. It's not. yeah, it's a university. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, when you're in high school, like everybody's just thinking about getting accepted to a college and going away to school. Right? No, nobody's thinking about yeah. like people. With people well, down there too. But that I think is a, is a whole other topic. Uh, I wasn't expecting know, that question. Mm-hmm. Community college, and so you got one whack, one real. What's right? Maybe the viewers can decide. But um. Yes, if you agree with me that it is whack, please leave a comment so Coleman can know that that theory or was completely the facts, whack. Like this, the, or otherwise. Facts, please, please leave it's those whack. too. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. So, uh, that's our show. Jessica, if people want to reach you or get in contact with you or follow you, uh, what can they do? You can follow me on all social medias. Well, that's only Instagram and Twitter. Sweet Maui. I'm going to spell it out. S-W-E-E-T-M-A-U-I. And then on the snappy chat, I am Jess, J-E-S-S-5061. I Snapchat at Steph Stephanie Soul with a P-H. And on Instagram, I'm at Steph, S-T-E-P-H dot U-H dot K-N-E-E. And uh, if you could find me on either of those, you could find me on Facebook easily. <laughs> <laughs> and as for myself, you can find me on Facebook or you can find me on Snapchat, even though I don't really post that much. Uh, my handle is April's Champion. Um, but yeah, that's about it. And as again, if you wanted to uh, reach the show directly, just email ismwshow at gmail.com. Any questions, topic ideas, or conspiracy theories, uh, just hit us up and we will uh, probably talk about them on the show. So, yep. And don't drink too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just be a functional alcoholic. But until next week, everybody, we're out of here. <laughs> All right. So we got it. Wait, hold yeah. on. Let me do my last vape before I can't vape anymore. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one sound good in the background. <laughs> Okay. It kind of sounds like a crack pipe a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a crack pipe. (laughs) All right.